0: All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Report. T-Bird along with Dexter in the house tonight. And uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in like you always do. Uh, We're live at Mission Road Studios. And Dexter, we got some breaking news this week with the Live and PGA Golf Tournament merging. I don't think nobody's seen that coming. And they are on the PGA Commissioner like uh, mustard on a hot, hot dog, dog. I mean, uh, <laughs> bro, they they you can always they add are hungry man <laughs> they add him man uh you know what do you think about that Dix? uh live and PGA when before they were at each other
1: i think that these guys could easily start up a farm with all this horse shit that they're drawing up <laughs> because you know they were at first when you know live first started they, were, they got all the golfers because they were dropping all that coin. And their whole pushback on it was like, oh, those guys, you know, 9-11 and all this other stuff. Well, now that everything merged, they dropped that all together. So it wasn't really about 9-11. It was about the money. But my whole thing is, it to me, it was still about 9-11. Like these guys still are trying to sports wash themselves into being a part of the rest of the world. But you, you've gone and killed Americans let's just call it that he has appropriated for it for Americans to be killed now that's who you're joining that when you put it in terms like that that's when you really have to look at it he this guy encouraged for Americans to die he put money towards Americans dying and where now he's putting money towards Americans forgiving him
0: you you talking about the live commissioner
1: no no I'm not just talking about the live commissioner I'm talking about Saudi Arabia
0: yeah, that, and, that, but the, the live
1: commissioner made it about money because that is—I'm not going to lie—that is a lot of money. A lot of those guys are getting a lot of coin. But a lot, I mean, how many of those guys were poor before?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, but the live commissioner is Saudi Arabian.
1: The the yeah, live commissioner. Yeah. Well, it is. comes from the the fund or whatever it is. Yeah. And then, but he's the one that's in control he, of the fund. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah. so the the thing is that you know when. Um, Phil Mickelson went, you know, they paid him a lot of money. They paid, I think, Kapka. I think he yeah, went. Yeah, Kapka. Uh-huh. They, they paid all those guys. And those guys bailed immediately. I mean, to me, they looked at it like, look, they finna pay me all this money. I'm going over there, yeah. period. Yeah. For them, it was strictly about the money. Now, Yeah. I, I, they didn't have no problem. Mickelson was going, okay. Now, when they merge, when they merge together, uh. They got the best of both worlds.
1: Yeah, they got the best of both worlds, but but part of it was, you know, the PGA almost didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice because they're not very good at promoting their product. They're they're not. Let's be honest. Let's call it what it is. They're not, and the and, um, they're not really pushing for younger younger people to watch the game or get to know the game. Mm-hmm. It's been it's always been a very elite sport. Yeah, I mean, like how many uh, American minorities have played this sport.
0: Well, it's only a few. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, come on, <laughs> it's only a few that, that are known, you know, at that level. I mm-hmm. mean, there's, I think there's uh, I think tigers help for a lot of, uh, people of color to, yeah. to play more, but
1: don't forget his, is it his niece or his cousin? The the, what's her name? Cheyenne.
0: I think. Yeah. Um, and and then his son Charlie is tearing it up. Oh, is he? And he just won a freaking tournament the other other week. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. So, but the 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 point I'm making is is that. But now what they're saying is that since Liv and PGA are together, now you're gonna see all like before. You're gonna see all the best players in the world uh-huh. playing in one tournament.
1: Yeah, I mean, but part of the problem with the PGA is um, yeah. these guys they would. They would go and it, they'd appear, and if they didn't make the cut, basically they came in on their own dime.
0: Well, and if they if they didn't make the cut, they're they they can't play in the tournament.
1: Exactly, but but the the point is, they still spent money. Yeah. for a chance to make more money or to you know yeah up their profile. Where with um where with live, those guys are paying for appearances. Uh-huh. They want you to appear, and then if you win, you get prize money. So it's been, it, again, it's another barrier to entry that the PGA never really figured out. Like, yeah. oh, okay, well, some of these guys can't afford to keep flying across the country all the damn time. And,
0: yeah. so. and then the PGA commissioner, of course, he said that when, when this stuff first happened, that uh, those guys were basically traitors uh, to the PGA, and we're not yeah. going to do this, and we're not going to do that, and we're going to fight.
1: And now he's a trader.
0: And now, yes. And so when they interviewed him the other day, he says, I know, I know what I said, and I I, I take full responsibility for what I said. You know, he was he was just backtracking because he knew he, he said, I know I got my critics and, and I'm 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 ready to deal with that. So
1: he's just gonna take all that money and stuff it in his that's, ears. That's right.
0: And he <laughs> said, and I'm gonna take all the criticism because uh me and my children and my children's grandchildren are going to be rich.
1: You know, on a side note, it just makes you think, like, how many people work jobs that they don't want to do that compromise their personal values, but because of money, because they need to feed their family, keep a roof over their heads, maybe a little clothes on their back, that they do things they don't want to do. But what is mm. what is that point? What is that that amount of capital like? I, I would kill somebody for $20,000. Yeah. Or I will not kill somebody for, you know, an X amount. Of, like, what is the money that you would do to compromise your values?
0: Well, and, I just ask all the politicians. They do it every day.
1: Uh, I mean, you got <laughs> to come in with values, but you know, that's on a side note. But, but my point is, is, you know, he, he had all that talk, all that huge speech. <clears throat> right. And it seems like the only one that sort of kept up with it You know, the most high profile person that kept up with it, like yo, those I'm not, you know, down with those guys, was Tiger Woods.
0: Tiger turned down seven hundred million dollars. He
1: turned down seven hundred million dollars.
0: That's incredible.
1: I mean, there's there's somebody out there that that hears that and they're like, I will let Mm -hmm. you know, bone saw personally cut up my mother for seven hundred million dollars. Well, let me. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like, there's everybody's got a fine line, and these guys have figured out that money is just power coupons. Yes,
0: but but that. On that note, let me ask you now: All right. If you're Tiger, would you, would you have taken the seven hundred million dollars?
1: I mean, if I was Tiger, no, because here's the thing: his overall value.
0: Okay, okay, is me, so much more. Than it is. That. Let me <laughs> you know let me mean? rephrase it: If you're Dexter, would you would you have taken that money?
1: It, me being Dexter, I would serve you up for seven hundred million dollars for them to cut up. <laughs> Not my mom, but you, I would <laughs> them.
0: You know, but you, but so I just you, got scruples, man. It's just, so you would have tucked that money and went to live.
1: I would tuck that money
0: for certain conditions.
1: If I'm, let's say I got rid of, I had the deed to the state of Florida. I I would sell him the state of Florida for seven hundred thousand dollars. I'd ask a little bit more for Kentucky, but not much more. Yeah, seven hundred million dollars. Those are my scruples. I if somebody that killed my family wants to pay me seven hundred, I, I wouldn't take it.
0: That's oh no, yeah. no, 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 no. Of course I'm but, saying but, but, that. But, you know I'm yeah, saying, but we're, we're all we're talking about is golf.
1: Yeah,
0: you know we're talking about golf, and I think that's the way a lot of those uh, players that that defected over there thought about. Look, they they said, look, I got a chance to make. I don't know what Mickelson made, but he made a lot of money. I got a chance to add that to my portfolio. I'm gone.
1: But here's here's the thing. I think when you really look at it on a on a grander scale, we're not talking about the game of golf. We're talking about something else entirely. Golf has just been the means of of changing the conversation. It's been the it's supposed to be the palate cleanser for when we have to deal with people that are willing to kill Americans. I'm not even that patriot. I'm not even patriotic to be honest with you. I don't even feel American. I just feel like I live in this country. But the fact is is that guy is willing to kill thousands of Americans and we're we're willing to let it go for some bucks.
0: Talking about the Saudi Arabia guy. I'm talking guy,
1: right? about you know all the leaders of Saudi Arabia yeah, specifically yeah. MBS. So
0: well, you know, uh, again, um I think I think for the most part, you take a lot of the the golfers that went, say to some, some of the guys that are on a uh, lower scale that mm-hmm. went, for them, it was about the money.
1: I think if, whether the lower scale or high scale, I think it was about the money. And now it, yes. was, it was easier for the lower scale guys to make that kind of money because if let's say they're ranked 50th or something. Yes. And... They have again. They have to pay their own money to okay. go to these different tournaments, right? Amongst practicing, amongst training, and all that other stuff, and you, they don't make appearance money. But once you get to a certain level, to where you're making appearance money, yeah, yeah, then you can sort of pick and choose what you're going to get into. With some of those guys, they don't really have a choice if they, unless they want to work at Home Depot or something, right? So, if, so
0: if I'm ranked number 120, yeah, and they say okay. uh, T-Bird, if you're gonna uh if you come play golf over here and live, you know, we're gonna pay you uh five million dollars. Yeah. I'm probably gone.
1: I mean, it's basically an instant lotto ticket for I, something that you were for, gonna do yeah. anyway.
0: And see, a lot of those guys in that number, we don't even know their names. Yeah. They just went over there and made up their their team mm-hmm. and and now they're they're very wealthy. The wife is happy, the kids happy. He can fly first class, they can do all that stuff. Man,
1: how many of these guys fly their own private jets? Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> uh only a only a few. You know, probably you, Tiger. I bet you it's
1: a lot more now. Oh, yeah, it's a lot more now. <laughs> but my point is Phil Mickelson has probably made hundreds of millions of dollars yes. over the years. Right? Yeah.
0: No and he question about it. And he wanted to he was, I think he was greedy.
1: I th- but what but what I can't is the price him. of dignity? I I guess is the ultimate question. Right. What's the That's,
0: price of dignity? I so. get that. But he didn't think nothing about it. So man,
1: hey. I, I feel like if we talk about this anymore, I'm just gonna get more <laughs> and more pissed off. So
0: yeah. Well, so. I tell you what, um uh, we well, uh we're gonna go to a break. And if you got any thoughts on live and PGA, uh hit us up.
1: Yeah, check out the whole lineup. We got some things going on today. The iron cheek, messy, braves. Um let us know your thoughts. We wanna hear what you have to say. But yeah, we're gonna go to a quick break. And yeah, whatever you're doing, don't kill any Americans. We'll
0: be back. Do you hear that? That's the sound of your muffler on its last legs. If you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe, it's time to bring your car to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your muffler fixed right. We'll do it quickly and affordably. We've been serving the Cartersville area for over 20 years, giving only excellent service to our customers. So if you're looking for a reliable, affordable muffler repair, come to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, where we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there.
1: If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at the Law Firm at 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole, except a deserved settlement.
0: All right, coming back on the Cash Potato Sports Report, where we talk about sports the way you talk about it around the water cooler at work, at the gym, uh, wherever, at home, uh, sitting at the table drinking coffee with your wife, if she'll talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that uh, let's move on to uh, we had a, a, a WWE Hall of Famer pass away. Yeah, man. legendary, the Iron Sheik yeah. dies at eighty-one yeah and uh people may not know but the iron sheet was the prelude to hulk hogan yeah you you know what i'm saying yeah he was he was the heel you know to all those guys yeah and then you know him and hulk hogan they battled and Hulk won the title from him Uh and he was basically passing the torch to hulk hogan to start hulkamania i'm gonna correct you on that one that was
1: Andre the Giant.
0: Well, no, that, not to Hulkamania.
1: Oh, to Hulkamania.
0: Okay, it was to Hulkamania. Now, I yeah, you're right about that. I, yeah. I Andre the Giant was passing the torch for the for whatever that was. Yeah, they were, He was
1: basically giving up the the the, the belt so they can continue on, the, right? You know, so.
0: but this with the Iron Sheik, the advertising and the and the marketing was different. At, oh yeah, from the Iron Sheik to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's when that changed. That yeah, and uh, I got that information from the biography. So that's oh, all okay. I <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, uh, Iron Sheik was a. If you if you look back at some of the film, man, this guy was he was cut like a rock. Oh man, he was
1: he was he was a true athlete. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did some level of steroids. I'm most no impressed, doubt. I'm most impressed with the fact that he. He passed away later in his years yeah where a lot of those guys you know between the roids and the drugs yeah are
0: they leaving in their 50s I was gonna say maybe 40s, 40s but yeah, yeah. But, 40s and 50s you right
1: yeah it's just it's it's sad because these guys dedicate their their bodies to the sport to the, our entertainment and yes they don't get very much out of it um with him he was able to live a long life I hope it was a happy one right I hope his family's okay um, you know, I want to thank him for all the entertainment he gave me as a ten-year-old. So
0: yeah, Nate WWE, which was WWF at that time. I remember, yeah, they um, it's amazing how they bring regular, uh, current news into the fold. Yeah, and what they done was, you know, we had the big thing, the United States and Iraq at that time. Yeah, so they made Iron Sheik oh man it was iraq this it was I, I mean i ran this i ran that yeah and it the way it gets the people in the crowd to go after i mean to fire and, yeah up. and yeah. he played it up to a T. yeah and 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 that's how vince mcmahon has made money throughout i mean yeah. people believe there's people don't get me wrong wrestling wrestling not wrestling <laughs> we're but, in the south you but, can call but, it wrestling. okay <laughs> wrestling is is it's not fake it's prescripted because those guys get hurt yeah they do a lot of crazy stuff you got to be in shape to do that yeah. so it's not fake physically but it's it's gonna be it's fake scripted. in the fact yeah, yeah it's great they much. know who's gonna win it's choreographed uh-huh. but you 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 go out there and and just go to a wrestling session and train. I guarantee you they're going to carry you out of that. There's no question about it.
1: Those guys again, I said it before, they they dedicate their bodies to the sport and um but you know, I want I want to kind of divert this back from uh you know, the sport itself to yeah, Iron Ch- to the sheep. You know, yeah. He's, he a lot of people liked him. Um I, don't, I can't think of any anyone seen anything bad about him no incredibly well liked um no one as far as i can tell no one had a problem with him and i'm i'm glad he was able to live to 81 till he's 81 yeah you know
0: like like typical wrestlers uh you know he went through uh raising his kids and lost his wife through divorce because of yeah i think uh don Sheik battled through some drug problems later in his life did he yeah and uh but I think, you know, before it was all said and done, I think he overcame that, but that was part of the reason by him losing his wife and and his family and because of wrestling. And then yeah. it just shows how you can be at the top of your game on TV and every week. And then you get to a point in wrestling where uh, you may be wrestling back at the uh, gym over there across the street yeah. because that's the way wrestling is. you at the top and then all of a sudden you're not, profitable for the business no more so now you have to wrestle in them small circles he had to do that too (laughs) or worse
1: he's got a golf in uh in saudi arabia i don't know why i'm bringing it up i guess i'm still mad and fired up about it but my point is is you know rest in peace you know she thank you so much for all your energy no doubt
0: no doubt just wanted to throw that out there to everybody uh you know all you wrestling fans out there because uh, I remember my son was a big uh, wrestling fan and watching the Iron Sheik and and all those guys. And those guys are leaving. Yeah, uh, you know, those guys are leaving. So rest in peace, Iron Sheik.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we 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 gotta talk about soccer. We gotta talk about the big get for MLS. And I'm kind of torn between this. To be quite honest with you, I think it's overall it's good for soccer, but I think part of the problem is that it's turning MLS into a twilight league and if you don't already know what we're talking about Lionel Messi the I guess the settled argument of the greatest of all time as far as uh, soccer is concerned has decided to join Inter Miami um and that is a team out of Miami Florida it's currently <laughs> owned it's partially owned by Ah, uh, David Beckham, if you guys don't know, um, but yeah, he's decided to join. And I guess there's a lot of things that are going on with his contract where he's gonna end up getting TV shares, he's gonna end up getting huge ticket, you know, sales and stuff like that because he brings so much to the to the league. He should get it though
0: well, he's thirty five. That's why he's in MLs so uh, it's I'm on the business side. I'm sure it's more than that, but in premier league, his, his time is passed or whatever the high league he was in, yeah. he's 35. So he knows he can go to MLS, which is basically uh, minor leagues uh-huh. and earn a look, uh, good living. He's going to bring in a lot of people because of who he is. Yeah. And he's going to help that franchise, but he's in the twilight of his career
1: yeah um mama og brought it back to saudi arabia he was reportedly uh turned down 1.6 billion dollars to play in saudi arabia
0: well he he may not want (laughs) to (laughs) go i
1: mean it is hot over there so yeah um
0: and see he can go to miami he's in america
1: he could have gone to china he could have gone anywhere to where they're willing to drop that kind of coin i think part of the deal is he's gonna and this is just me speculating is that he's gonna end up getting Partial Part of ownership the yeah. of a team. And Probably. that's going to be really good. Um, even at 35, he, they wanted him to go back to Barcelona. It's just, with Barcelona's financial situation, that just wasn't going to happen. Um, they're like $600 million in the hole or maybe euros in the hole, but they got a lot of money that they need to make up mm. to afford somebody like him.
0: Well, you know, again, MLS, I'm, I'm very disappointed to know that, that MLS is a minor league type of soccer program because uh, most people in Atlanta don't know that. They don't know, all that we know uh, is just United. I mean, it's just- Yeah, they're just fans. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, but no, it is something wrong because we're, we're, to me, Mm -hmm. because we're pushing the MLS like, it's one of the Premier Leagues when you talk to the average fan, and you, you uh, Arthur Blanks put all that money into it, and mm-hmm. and with this, when we, we want all the fans come out and they're not even, uh, they're not even in a Premier League, and, uh, and 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 I think we were led astray.
1: Uh, I, I I do. I I am going to counter that with, here is the thing, and this, this is a conversation I actually had last night up with my dad. You ever heard of the Tampa Bay Rowdies? Yes. They consistently get like, you know, sold out seats every, you know, every time, you know, Mm -hmm. for their city, because the longest time they were the only professional team in Tampa Bay, which is great for them because they ended up having, you know, parents that brought their kids to the games and then eventually those kids brought their kids to the games. So now you have generations of people that follow that team. Well, They weren't in always the the biggest leagues, but they always got the support because that team belonged to that community. I got you. It could be the same thing here, but we take things as a, we're treating it as a business here. They're, you know, Almiron is the perfect example. They, they, uh, if you, I don't know if you remember Miguel Almiron he played for. They sold his contract for 24 million dollars meaning that they made money they made money and that's what they're trying to do they're trying to find the talent and sell it off somewhere to make money instead of just forking over the money and getting great players another problem that they have in this country is the fields are too small the fields are too small if the fields were bigger you would open up the game a little bit differently and the strategy changes
0: well, I I get that, I and I and I know by you being a soccer guy, you understand all the logistics of all that. God. But to the average fan, when you think about the Atlanta Braves, when you think about the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta Hawks, those are the cream of the crop of the league. They're in the cream of the crop leagues. Okay, yeah. so when we think about Atlanta United, we're a major city. We want to know why we don't have a team in soccer that's in the cream of the crop league. Uh because that parade ain't the same as if the Braves win the World Series or the Falcons win the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, but these other leagues have like a 70-year head start.
0: I, I, I don't care. And it's that. not gonna it's I don't, not gonna
1: change I, I don't care. until we start spending the money to get the That's best players. Okay, here. but
0: we're not. You just said it. Yeah. You just said we bring uh we bring in these players, uh, we basically Try to get them up to a part, then we sell them off.
1: That's the problem was that we treat it like
0: a business that, instead of and, treating and, it like and, a community. And I hate, event. That. And I hate that because yeah. I, I want to keep uh uh like when we let uh what's his name? Uh Joseph Joseph go.
1: I mean, I understand why they did. I, I do but too, fine, but yeah. I'm
0: just using him because yeah. you know he was he was the man for a few years. Yep,
1: Joseph Martinez for anybody yeah. that doesn't know what we're talking Joseph about. Joseph
0: Martinez, we let him go. Uh-huh. And 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 now we got this other kid that we just sold for $10 million. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that burns me up. How are you going to get in a grasp of your players and be a, feel a part of them when you keep them for a year and a half and then you sell them off?
1: I mean, I, I see where you're going with that. And my thing is, that's fine. If they already have somebody that's good, that's going to replace them. If they have somebody even newer and exciting <sighs> to replace them. But my problem is they don't treat this like a community I, thing to where they're building up from the academy. I got and that getting
0: you know great players. Well, I mean, we got Atlanta United too. That's, we do have Atlanta yeah, United too. That's who we're getting people from. Yeah, name one player. And like, I, can't. You, exactly. <laughs> I can't. I
1: watch it and I can't name. Yeah, them, I can Again, you know, America's always going to have great baseball because we were the only we have a head start on everybody on baseball. America's always going to have American football because we have such a head start on American football. You can say the exact same thing about basketball, except now the rest of the world is now starting to ca- catch up with basketball.
0: Yeah, it's, they, we, they made it They made it worldly.
1: Well, we need to, you know, we but, need to
0: pick that up, basically. So. Oh, well, but going back nice. to Messi, uh, Messi, you should have came to Atlanta United if you wanted to pick a that-blame team to come to you and finish out your career. That's what everybody else does. <laughs> so, you know, anyway. I mean,
1: it good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Either way, so. I'm all right, man.
0: guys. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Atlanta Braves. Boy, what a game last night. So, stay tuned. Mama OG, you out there. Smoke, you out there. Shout out to all the people. And Tim Jones.
1: Do you love your car, but hate the way it looks? Is it covered in dirt, dust and grime? If so, then you need the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia. We'll make your car look like new again, inside and out. We offer a wide range of detailing services to fit your needs, including exterior wash and wax, interior cleaning and detailing, engine cleaning and detailing, tire shine and ceramic coating. We only use the highest quality products and equipment and our team of experienced detailers will take the time to get your car looking its best. So what are you waiting for? Call the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia today and get your car looking like new again. Call at 470-909-5799 to schedule an appointment today. Again, that's 470-909-5799. Hey, this is Mo Better from the State Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at
0: 678-777-7718. All right, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, where we talk about sports where you talk about it around the water cooler. And again, I want to say a shout-out to Momo G, Smoke, and Tim Jones. Thanks for being with us loyally every week. We appreciate you guys uh, chiming in. So, always, definitely, always.
1: especially by OG. She pointed out that Tampa Bay and Miami do train and sell off baseball players. So she's got a good point.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, kind of.
1: <laughs> always that's a good point. Let's yeah, nah,
0: ma, No, Mom OG, that's a good point. But uh, just, well, Tampa Bay, now, I, before we get on topic, but the Tampa Bay Rays, them boys on fire. They got the best record in, in uh, Major League Baseball. Yeah, yeah. They, they, so hey, sell us some of your players. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh speaking of baseball, uh the Braves, uh man, what a game last night. They sweep the Mets in walk off fashion last night uh with a 13 to 10 win in 10 and in 10 innings. And uh they had the Hall of Famers in the booth calling the game last night. And folks, let me tell you, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you the truth now. Yeah. Uh, you take out the play-by-play guy, and you got Frank core, John Smotes, Tom Glavin, and Chipper Jones calling the game for nine innings. And I'm just gonna tell you now, from my pers- perspective, they talked about when they played, they showed uh uh highlights of all their accomplishments and when they played they had some funny moments but the game was going on while they was doing all that talking and and you 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 couldn't hardly follow the game i mean you had to be a baseball fan to follow the game so in my opinion i did not like that they had fun they got some rave reviews about it but for me i didn't like it too much Dick, what about you
1: man i i just watched i started to watch a little bit of the highlights um earlier and it
0: doesn't it seems
1: like it's great for you know the nostalgia of it but i think what have, would have that been was better it. is if they would have had a, a color commentary person kind of driving things along and then just having yeah. tidbits in between
0: yeah. You know. That's the that's, that's what, what I thought happened, they were yeah. gonna, that's what should have happened because you could not fall again. We had some dramatic home runs last night. Yeah. And it was solid.
1: Yeah,
0: and- <laughs> I mean they, they were except for uh the one Ozzy Alves hit and uh one other one that Chipper called. Uh-huh. And 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 I, I just I just did not like that style, but I agree with you. Let's have let's have the play-by-play guy in there and let him and drive it. Yeah and then y'all chime in when you want to
1: yeah momo g found it distracting so
0: yes i i agree with that momo it was yeah. a, it was distracting and uh it was it was almost hard to watch for me
1: you know honestly if i was the color commentary person i'd ask for a raise after that because, <laughs> because it, it just shows you the value that these guys bring to the game. I mean, uh, you yes. know, the play to by draft.
0: play guy. Yeah, the play by the it, play. The you know. play-by-play guy, he carries you with him.
1: Yeah, it's show and tell. Basic, you know, yeah. media, it's show and tell. You know, you show him what's going on, and you tell him what's going on. It's, it's
0: well, awesome. like I, I was talking to my buddy on the phone last night when Ozzie Alves hit his home run. And what you and I told him right then, see what we missing is, devil drive, deep right field. The praise are going to walking off. <laughs> we didn't get none of that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, and it for the lay fan, see that's what that's what he goes by. Yeah. And so, you know, but speaking of the game, it was a great game. Spencer Strider was going against Justin Verlander. Uh-huh. Two studs and yeah. they got rocked. Both yeah. of them got rocked. But offense, huh? Uh, oh, it was just, uh, it was just, you know, and the Braves uh, ended up sweeping the Mets, third, uh, you know, and uh, I think the Mets are now eight and a half games out, and uh, you know we needed that to make a statement. Pete Alonso got yeah. hurt. That you know the thing of the week was. When Alonzo, I don't know if you heard that but uh when he hit a home run the other night against uh Bryce Elder, he mm-hmm. said, Yeah, throw it out again. And he said, I like that, basically, you know, yeah, yeah. throw it again, throw it again. Talking it So, uh-huh. you know, it didn't bother Elder at all. But, you know, Tyler Massick, who's on the uh DL in the Braves dugout, uh, when we uh hit a home run, he said, Yeah, throw it again. So it was going back and forth. But Alonzo, he quickly squashed that and said, Look, it Charlie, um, no, it wasn't. It was Bryce. Hill. It was Charlie Martin. I'm sorry. Martin and Charlie bad. hit him, but uh, it wasn't. Didn't have nothing to do with the game. It was a curveball that got away from Charlie. And after that, Charlie apologized to him, and th- and they were good with it. And Alonzo came out. So uh, you know, the Mets and the Braves go back a long way, and yeah. uh, with the with with the rivalry. In the East and uh, for us to sweep them off the come off of coming off of Oakland was big. So, uh, you know, let's let's talk about who hit home runs in the game. Ozuna hit a home I run. I knew you were going to say him first. Oh, my God. Look, he's went from 089 <laughs> to 235. He went
1: from putting the O in Ozuna <laughs> yeah, to putting the Zuna in Ozuna. Yeah. He
0: had a couple of hits last night. I'm happy for the guy. He's, he's doing great. Always. Michael Harris seemed like he's bounced out of his uh, little slump he was in. Yeah. And o- he credits Ozuna for kind of keeping him going in the right direction. Oh, How about man. that? That's that leadership.
1: Yes. Leadership is one of those intangibles that yes. you, just, you
0: can't put
1: a statistic to it. You can just see it when it happens and you can see the effect right. that it has on people. But yeah, like, yeah. So he, definitely shout out to Ozuna yeah, and, he, and for, Harris for that one. Yeah,
0: For giving, uh, you know, Michael Harris said that Ozuna came to him, say, look, man, uh, you're going to be fine. He said, uh, you you the best center field in the game. He said... You know, you just going through a little something. You gonna you gonna straighten it out. He said, When well, Micah Harris laid down that bunt the other night, he said that's he said Ozuna told him that is the beginning of you being who you are. And I'll be dog if he ain't right, this <laughs> boy been on fire ever since.
1: That's it, man. That's
0: it. Austin Riley hits a home run. Uh and um Ar- uh Arcia, Arcia a- Yeah. He hit the game time home run in the bottom of the ninth. Oh my God, the place went crazy. Oh yeah,
1: the emotional, uh, the emotional setup for that, the emotional explosion that you get from something like that. Yes, yeah. that's why we as fans watch games like this. That's exactly because, yeah, right. Because highs and lows.
0: Yeah, you you're there and like now like. The Braves come on at 7:20 tonight. I can't wait to get home to watch that game. <laughs> and by the way, I'm going to the game uh on Father's Day. My daughter bought me tickets yeah. to go to uh, the Braves game against the Colorado Rockies on Father's Day. So oh, thank you, Melissa. Wow. And uh um, shots fired. <laughs> oh man. So oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh it was a great game uh and to go back and talk about in the booth with the guys in there. That- the nostalgia nostalgia it's uh, that that made it good but uh we only need to do that one time yeah we don't need to do that no more
1: if they (laughs) if they sat up in a a bar and we happen to see that in between you know what i mean that would make more sense yeah just you know people are there for the game
0: because they were horrible
1: yeah i mean for a lot of those guys baseball is what they do in between beers you know it's just. It's just it's fun for them, but it's it's they're talking about the old times. Yeah,
0: now before we go though, that Uh now out of out of the four in the Uh booth, uh, Smoltz and Franco are the most accomplished in the booth, but they are color guys. Yeah, they're not play by play guys. Yeah, so you know Smoltz and uh, Franco, they could come in and chime in a little bit, but you know they're the secondary guy. Mm Glavin is a a little bit of a color guy, but Chipper. Chipper Chipper ain't neither one of them. So, anyway, uh, great win for the Braves last night. We're still in first place. We got the best record in the National League. In the National League now, not in baseball, but in the National League. Even better than those Dodgers that we hate so much.
1: (laughs) You're the only one that hates them. I hate them. Except for. he who should not be mentioned oh my
0: god and he is having a mvp year too of course he oh he is just <laughs> he is hitting everything but my boy ron, ron lacuna stole third base last night had two big hits last night he is the mvp as far as i'm concerned ron lacuna is is doing everything that he's supposed to be doing yeah man,
1: you can't be mad at that you can't be mad at that he's just he's also his attitude he's such an easy person to cheer for oh yeah you know he's just like a big kid having fun out there tell me about how he he stole third base what was going on uh
0: well apparently the third baseman was off uh the bag real uh you know they were playing back yeah yeah and uh wrong just got he just got a great jump and they didn't throw down it it was you know he's been stealing it when the third baseman's not paying attention. Mm. And all of a sudden, you know, everybody's in relaxed mode in between pitches, he gone. Yeah, yeah. So he stole two like that lately. Yeah. But uh he's he's just such a uh, a dynamic player. Chipper Jones said, Yeah, this is what Chipper said last night. What is that? Ronald Acuna Jr., in his opinion, is uh the best player, the best player. To ever wear a Braves uniform—that's a big, that's a big statement. That's a big statement because it's—it's been some great players. I I know. I
1: was just gonna say, "Hey, Aaron." I mean, you know,
0: but you know, just he's just talking about for all the things that Ronald can do, and he ain't even. In his super prime, yeah, yeah,
1: that's true. He's just warming up. Yeah, yeah so
0: yeah. you know, I, I, that's that's big. And coming from a, a, a hitter like Chipper, who is a I Hall know. of Famer, easily, yeah, it, you know, Chipper's a Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. I mean, that's yeah, a big a hell statement. of a career in Atlanta. Yes, you know? and I I got to add a little negative salt to it uh, after a great game last night. We got to get Matt Olson out of the second spot. He is killing us. Matt,
1: who'd you put in that spot?
0: I bring Michael Harris up from nine to number two because Michael Harris can bunt. He's he, he can allow Acuna to steal more bases yeah. because he can he can spray the ball all over the field. Yeah, uh, Matt Olson strikes his rate of strikeouts is incredible. He Strikes out at least twice a game. Yeah, he That's, struck out as we're talking right now. Uh, how many he's got right now? I don't
1: know. I just, I was just, just put that out on Twitter as a rumor.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But I guarantee he's on the pace for at least 300 strikeouts. That's crazy, that's, a strikeouts that's a lot of strikeouts in the season. He strikes out at least twice a night. That's terrible.
1: That is terrible. Eh? And
0: that's why he does not need to be in the second uh, spot in the batting order. Mm. But if they're winning, I know Snit. Snit's going to leave him there. You just can't afford that. I think you got to drop him down in the order. He's leaving runners on base, yeah. And then, and what this is how he fixes it. After about three or four games, he'll hit one a thousand miles, so that'll re yeah. that'll renew uh, Snit's <laughs> confidence in him. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I really think we need to make that change right there, and I think it's going to even make Michael Harris the second even better because. The confidence, he, he, yeah, he's yeah. and he's just a terrific kid. And then you got those two uh, on base, and you got two race horses on the bases at that time. So
1: yeah, well, Mama OG just chimed in with uh, Olsen has eighty three strikeouts, which currently
0: leads the National League. Well, there you go, Mama OG. I mean, that's yeah. terrible. We we, we got to fix that. Yeah, because when you get in the playoffs, you got, that 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 needs to be fixed. <laughs> We gotta fix that. <laughs> There's no question about it,
1: man. You gotta you gotta get that rhythm going. But I mean, it less I wanna talk less about taking Olsen out, but more putting in Harris. This is just a little callback to him, you know, staying in focus, getting his streak on. Yeah. And putting him in that spot gets his jitters out of the way because he's still young. You know, even if he just lay down a butt on off of his first, it, he's still getting in, getting involved quick. He he warms up, gets into the game,
0: and it, it it's, gets
1: him, it's his confidence. Yeah. yeah, it better's his confidence. Yeah,
0: and I think you and and I know why Snit has him in the number nine spot because he looks. Snit looks at I got him at number nine. I got a at number one. Mm-hmm. It's like he's got an extra leadoff hitter coming into the top of the order because yeah. he's part of flipping the order. But I got to disagree with him now. I think that our lineup is deep enough to where somebody else can occupy the number nine. And you get Harris up with Acuna so they can light the world on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? And that's going to, that's, uh, uh, Michael Harris needs to move. He needs to be, feel like he's a part of the game. He's got all yeah. that young energy. Yeah. But when you bat ninth, yeah. you know, you lucky if you get four at bats.
1: This is so true. So, this is so, so, true. so
0: you know, you, you got to get him a little bit more involved.
1: Yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. So, uh, anyway, uh, when we come back, guys, uh, game four is tonight of the uh, NBA Finals, and uh, chime in on us on the couch spot on the uh, on our website and let us know who you think's gonna win tonight.
1: Oh yeah, the website's up, uh, couchchannelsportsreport So check it out. <clears throat> If you're involved in a serious car motorcycle or truck wreck call cole law at the law firm that's 70-382-6000 here in downtown cartersville for 30 years cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness remember if you're involved in a wreck do not talk to the other person's insurance company instead Call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call coal
0: except a deserved settlement. Do you hear that? That's the sound of your muffler on its last legs. If you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe, it's time to bring your car to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your muffler fixed upright. We'll do it quickly and affordably. We've been serving the Cartersville area for over 20 years, giving only excellent service to our customers. So if you're looking for a reliable, affordable muffler repair, come to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, where we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. All right, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, live from Cartersville, Georgia, at Mission Road Studios. I've uh, got old uh, Dix hanging in here with me tonight, you and know it. And Mom, OG, I want to thank you for that little info. Matt Olson has 83 strikeouts to lead the National League, and that is just unbelievable. We got to get better than that. So I just want yeah. to point that out to everybody. Uh, like we said before, we went out uh the game for the nba finals is tonight and uh i want to throw a shout out to my buddy skeet here it is <laughs> uh so we were at a, a breakfast lunch in the other morning and uh my buddy Skeet says well the nuggets gonna blow they're gonna uh, uh sweep them they gonna they just better than the heat and they they're gonna sweep them i said well you know they probably gonna uh they, I, I figure the Heat'll win one game. You know, I, I just figure that because they, they, got that Heat culture down there. So, but I, in my opinion, I think the Nuggets gonna win the, the series as well. But I just want to throw that out to my buddy Skeet because he seems to think he's always right. So when I, when I go back to him and call him on it, he said, well, man? You know that's the NBA. That's um, uh, uh, they, they, they plan. It's the money is involved." I said, "Well." mighty funny you didn't say that the other day <laughs> so you know skeet if you listening i just wanted to let you know that the heat won one game so that's that's that was the point i was making they might win one game yeah. so you know
1: you know it's funny because um you know I, i'm realizing that's the power of a podcast yeah you put a microphone to somebody you can say anything you can call anybody out <laughs> See.
0: Well, I ain't telling y'all nothing that I ain't and he told lives him. At
1: one, two, three, Main Street.
0: <laughs> he got a dog named named uh, Jethro. <laughs> But uh, guys, y'all chime in and uh, let us know who you think's gonna win the game tonight. The uh, Nuggets are up two games to one, and I think the problem that's going around is that everybody's saying that Jimmy Butler hadn't really showed up in these in this series. And uh, I believe, in order for the Heat to win, he's got to show up. Jimmy's got to be a little bit selfish. He's trying to get everybody else involved, and you know he's really not scoring. Jimmy gonna have to score for them to win. I
1: I disagree with you, man. I think <laughs> what okay he's do doing. Yeah, I think what he's doing by decentralizing the offense, he takes a little bit of pressure off of him. Yes, it would be a little bit better for them if they, um, you know, if he again was a little bit more selfish, just to add to what you were saying if he was a bit more selfish and just kind of get got the momentum going but i'm fine with that i don't think we have any listeners in miami so it works out
0: for us yeah but this is the thing that you got to understand that yeah. this is not regular season so so stars got to be stars in the final if you the star i want you taking the last shot if you the star i want you scoring 30 points if you if you got to score 30 points now if we win in the game and you you felicit, say the word next. Uh, facilitate facilitating uh uh, to everybody and everybody else is scoring that's great you almost
1: had a stroke saying that i know man it (laughs) drives me nuts
0: but if you the star of this team you the heart and soul of this team i need Uh you to show up and jimmy's got to show up he's the heart and soul of their team and he's gonna have to score more i i in order for them to win, I think Jimmy's got to score at least 25 points.
1: You know what? That sounds accurate. It yeah. He does. Um, you know, but uh, um, I think he should start doing that next year after this playoff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. I forgot. Denver's your team, man. You know it.
1: You know it. Um, you know, so this game tonight is in Miami. Um, you know, if Nuggets win, then the next game is at home. And And it doesn't make sense for them not to win it at home and just light the Mile High City on fire.
0: Yeah, you got a point there. I mean, Nikola Jokic gets another uh, triple-double. I mean, he does it
1: with such ease. (laughs) It's funny because um, we were talking about it during the break. How do you have two players get triple-doubles in one game?
0: That's To me, that's just uh, a mix of good uh, chemistry with your team.
1: But how much of that is just the NBA going to be in more of an offensive league than a defensive league? Oh, yeah. It's I strictly
0: mean, an offensive league. I mean, A. Hey, Craig Smith, when I hear people, oh, man, they play great defense. Well, this team still scored 101 points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah no, still up triples. Yeah, you know. So,
0: you know, I think what they mean by that is moments in the game where the team plays good defense.
1: Yeah.
0: Goes by how many stops you get. You know, yeah. like in down the down the uh, in crunch time, can you get them three quality stops? You, you know? know,
1: it's just also controlling the boards has a lot to no do with doubt. it. You can't score unless you have the ball. No doubt, you can't prevent them from scoring unless you have the ball. Right. It's just you know rebounds, and I never really considered rebounds that important until it is. I noticed. You know, with Dennis Rodman, he controlled so much just off of rebounds because that was his that he made a career off of possession possessing well, the ball you know
0: and speaking of that dex yeah. i, I want to tell you a story and and my my buddy skeet i'm gonna give him some credit he gave me this information they were in practice one time the detroit pistons uh-huh. and dennis Rodman was just standing under the goal watching the ball yeah and they was like dennis what you doing yeah he said i'm watching the ball
1: yeah
0: okay and they say watching the ball for what dennis rodman was counting how many spins the ball was taken and where it exited off Mm -hmm. of the goal yeah that's how he became a prolific uh nba rebounder and a hall of famer yeah watching the spin of the ball how many times it spins and hits the goal and where it bounces to. Yeah. That's ingenious.
1: That is it, you know, there was a um there was a player for the I want to say it was either the Rockies or the Denver Zephyrs. Uh his name was Pee Wee something. But what he would do before the game is he but any game anywhere that he went, he would roll the ball down the third base line and to see how the ball would roll on, you know, ground yeah, on yeah, fouls yeah. and stuff like that. And it's just he would just spin just like all sorts of time just on that one minute detail yeah. because he wanted to see how the grounds were how the thing how right the ball because that's what he made his career off of you know getting grounders you know getting over to first or you know making maybe making a double out of it because he depended on his
0: speed right and Dennis Rodman made his career off of what Rebounds rebound
1: because he studied that one he thing studied he rebound superior to, to everybody else because of it so, and it yeah.
0: got him in the hall of fame it did, it yeah, did. that's unbelievable and it's I, crazy yeah. and you think about all the annex antics yeah. that dennis has done and then you go to that and say you figured that out yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's amazing that's and, amazing so
1: yeah it's kind of funny um because he uh it 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 thinks me back to um this Chuck Bukowski quote um find something that you love and let it kill you
0: yeah yeah I'd like to killed him
1: it's it's you just it, what it is, is you find something that you, you're passionate about right and just you live your life through it that's and right yeah you know, it's a beautiful quote it's it's one of my all time favorites and you know, Dennis embodied it and it, that's it that's what he made you know that's a little side tangent on what's going on with the Nuggets but.
0: Yeah. yeah, but well go back to the game Uh, deck who wins the game tonight.
1: Oh no question about it I think the nuggets are going for the jugular and then they're gonna go bury the body under uh pepsi stadium
0: <laughs> Well guys if you listening out there again chime in hit us on the couch spot hit us on the website The couch potato sports com and tell us who you think's gonna win the game mom og and uh Storm and Tim Jones, chime in and let us know who you think is going to win the game. Personally, uh, I I really think that the Heat could squeak one more by. I'm not sure, yeah. but I do favor uh, the Denver Nuggets. They're, they are such a complete team. Jokic just – I'm amazed at this guy because he, he – I love the way he plays basketball. Well, I his, really do.
1: His level of vision. Is amazing.
0: It's in his basketball IQ. It's just so And he effortless. slows the game down.
1: Yeah, but he he controls it. He does. He slows it down. He does. Yeah. You know, he's he's a great athlete. He's a great athlete, and it's it's good to see basketball go that direction to where it's more of a intellectual sport rather than you know getting back to nothing but hard nosed being faster than somebody else being a better shooter than someone else
0: no doubt all right guys when we come back we're gonna talk a little girl softball I hope you've been watching all the college softball because it has been dynamic back in a minute
1: if you're involved in a serious car motorcycle or truck wreck call Cole Law at The Law Firm at 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call coal, except a deserved settlement. Do you love your car, but hate the way it looks? Is it covered in dirt, dust, and grime? If so, then you need the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia. We'll make your car look like new again, inside and out. We offer a wide range of detailing services to fit your needs, including exterior wash and wax, interior cleaning and detailing, engine cleaning and detailing, tire shine, and ceramic coating. We only use the highest quality products and equipment and our team of experienced detailers will take the time to get your car looking at the best. So what are you waiting for? Call the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia today and get your car looking like new again. Call at 470 909 to schedule an appointment today. Again, that's 470-909-5799. All right,
0: guys, coming back in the wind down and down the stretch on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Yeah. Again, this is where we talk about sports. The way you talk about them, are, are, are <laughs> <laughs> well, we talk about sports the way you talking about it around the water cooler. And guys, uh, if you have not been watching uh, college softball, yeah. women's college softball, it has been just incredible. Oklahoma beats Florida State in the uh, finals in the for the national title last night. That's their third straight national title. And that is something to be said about that because those girls are. Well, uh, if you ever watch a game, they are dirt. Yeah, you understand if you know <laughs> what I mean. That they, they are dirt. They got the eye black on. They throwing that the pitchers are pitching that ball up and down and all around, and they are they are saving home runs. They I, I love it, and I love to see all the enthusiasm that those young ladies put out and all the hard work. That they put in, trust me, they are putting in the work, guys. So uh, I was watching the game last night, and it's it's just an incredible uh, game to watch. So if you hadn't been watching it, uh, maybe maybe catch it on YouTube or something, because it's been great. ESPN or something.
1: Yeah, it's funny because um, I, I watch uh, when I whenever it's available, I'll, I'll put uh, some sort of sport on, and women's softball will come up, and I'll just find myself watching it i don't even know who's going you know who's playing i have no ties to the teams whatsoever but it's in it it's incredibly entertaining and just being able to pitch from the hip yeah with that with that sort of jump and putting the spin on the, the ball the way they do is it takes a lot and these incredibly fine student athletes are they are paying their bills they, and they are doing well they, with they, what they do
0: they are doing it and hey look it. it's hard to win uh, three anything yeah. uh, back to back to back and Oklahoma's uh, done it back to back to back. And uh, that's that again, that's something to be said. I mean, that's a, a division one sport and uh, you know, they, they laid it out there on the line. That,
1: yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because now, you know, with us talking about this, I think of, you know, Gino Arama with UConn yeah. women's basketball, you know, Pat summit, you know, all the years that she put in and always bringing up good programs. And you really think about the importance of women's sports in developing these college athletes who they've taken the discipline of building themselves up and translated into academics and gone to these tier one schools, the Stanford's. The yeah
0: Georgia Techs, uh, Texas, uh, Texas, and Texas A and M they were in. Yeah, we're man.
1: not gonna say Texas A and ah! M. But, uh, <laughs> but the, there's all these incredibly fine <laughs> schools, and they're able to because they're not so much focused about going pro or anything like that. They're able to develop themselves both on the field and off the field, and for that, I salute them. I really do. Um, I, I'm hoping. One of my boys gets the scholarship and whatever, it, you know, not with the idea of trying to go pro, but with the idea of getting the most out of their education. No doubt. Yeah,
0: no doubt. So, like I say, kudos to Oklahoma for winning a third straight national title and also kudos to uh, Florida State. Hey, they, they they were there. They had a very good record, too. I think I think Oklahoma was 60 and one. That's nuts, man. They they had to uh they they made history with their record. Yeah. And uh I forget Florida State's, but they only lost two or three games. So uh you know, sixty and one.
1: That is that is a that's a lot of going around and just spanking people.
0: Oh man. That's, so that, uh, I mean,
1: that's a lot of swagger. It is. You know, you just walking around, you know, walk excuse me, walking into a field knowing that you're gonna walk off a winner
0: right no doubt hey and uh before we get out of here Dick, we want to uh give a uh, shout out to all our sponsors cold law law firm city muffler uh best damn detail in cartersville georgia <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know we appreciate that and uh also i want to give a, a shout out to grassdale cleaners he, supo- he supports us uh uh by doing things for us from time to time he may uh do some shirts and stuff so want to uh, give him a shout out to
1: yeah so. definitely um just uh give you guys a little up and up on what's going on so we got the website i'm gonna put in a function i'm hoping hoping to do it this weekend to where you can leave a voicemail on the show and then i can you know if you got uh, any thoughts on anything and i can play it during the show uh, you can leave comments on it. Anything that you want, any subjects that you want us to bring up, anything that's happening in sports that you think is valid enough for us to bring up, by all means, we're yeah, that's super right. game for it. We're planning on doing some things more with video um, coming up. Yeah, um, we got the YouTube channel, but it's not it's not up to the speed to where we think it's good enough for you guys. But um, we we want to build up this community. You know, talk about sports the way you do around the cooler. But in order to do that, we have to hear from you. We yeah. want to know what you have to say. Um, so yeah, definitely hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on the website, the couchpotatoesportsreport dot
0: com.
1: And Correct. Yeah, you yeah. got anything coming out or what?
0: Yeah. And if you uh if you want to be a sponsor on the show, hit us up on, on the website and let us know. And cause we would love to have you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh Dick. Any parting words? Part uh, in
1: yeah. Uh, I guess my only pardon word is um, go Nuggets. I guess that's it. That's the only thing I can think of. And, you know, uh, Mama OG, she's a, a Floridian, uh, or at least geographically she was, and so she's going from Miami. So huh? for about five minutes, we're not going to be friends. After that, we're we're super cool. So All right. All
0: right, guys. We will see you next week. Thanks for joining us. We are out. If you're involved in a serious car
1: motorcycle or truck wreck call cole law at the law firm at 770-382-6000 here in downtown cartersville for 30 years cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness remember if you're involved in a wreck do not talk to the other person's insurance company instead Call Coal Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call coal except a
0: deserved settlement.